0: Hey everyone, welcome to Just Think, the podcast, the podcast where we don't want to tell you what to think, we just want to challenge you to do it, do it along with us. We're three friends who come from across the political landscape, who started asking a lot of questions together in 2020, and in our pursuit to find the truth, um, find the answers to those questions, we found that we were very much united in what we were finding, We were really fascinated by it all and wanted to invite others into the conversation and to challenge them to put on their thinking caps too. So welcome everybody. This is Holly and I'm joined by-
1: Amy Ludwig. And Kristen Ludwig.
0: And we're recording on Zoom. Hopefully soon we'll be in a studio where the sound quality will be much better. But for now, we know that time is ticking. These events are unfolding. And we want to invite you into the conversation and consider some things that perhaps you're not finding in mainstream sources or on some social media sites. So with that in mind, this week, it's been a big week,
2: girls. It has. And we are starting with the hottest topic of this past week. (laughs) hope y'all like the name of our episode, by the way.
1: (laughs) But the Curious
2: Case. the The Curious
1: Case of Nicki Minaj's Cousins Friends Jules, Or was it Friends Cousins? Was it Cousins Friends or
2: Friends Cousins? I One don't know. Of those. One
0: of those. All I know is Nicki Minaj's Cousins Friends reaction to a vaccine started a legit firestorm on Twitter, then social media, then the news this week. It's been fascinating to watch. Now, Absolutely. If you're not up to speed on the story, Nicki Minaj... Um, tweet it out. You can go see the tweets. She tweeted. I I can read it. She's got it. it.
1: Read it. Yeah. Okay, so this is on September 13th. Nikki said, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied.
0: Okay, pray on it. Make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied.
2: That does not sound um, like anything unreasonable, right? I that don't see what so. we should all be doing with everything in life.
0: I think she's championing freedom of choice.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: certainly, because we are sitting here in the middle of a political environment where everything is politicized, the Biden administration just wanted to ensure that all of their federal employees, except for themselves, Right. But all right. the federal employees, except for the post office, but certainly all of our military are vaccinated with these vaccines that are still part of the experimental um, part of the Emergency Use Authorization Act. Of course, there has been the Pfizer shot that there is some form of FDA approval, but the others there are not and they are trying to mandate these vaccines and we've always said if you've never listened us before the three of us have come to the conclusion that we think if you want to get a vaccine you should go get it if that's your choice if you've informed yourself about the risks and the benefits for you you should get it but if you don't want to you don't have to there's so many unanswered questions
1: and no one should be bullied no one i think that there's enough evidence on all sides for there to be skepticism or just questions on all sides. And so if there's enough evidence on any side just to have some doubt and questions, then that should be okay. There should not be mandates. You should still be able to just inform yourself, have those questions answered and make your own decision.
2: And we should be able to have these conversations um, without there being the extreme backlash and craziness. So like, Immediately, I guess after she tweeted that out, mm-hmm. her world was absolutely rocked. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, rocked. Well, what, what about Joy? Do you have that clip? Yeah, so I I to, it, immediately me, the news yeah. jumps in. MSNBC okay. jumps in.
0: Okay, so as this tweet goes out, of course, the I'm going to call them the carriers of the narrative. What I mean by that is the narrative right now is. Basically, what we saw from the undercover video that we mentioned on our last podcast from the new Hanover Hospital that has since gone viral, where you see the doctors and the marketing strategists discussing how to bump up COVID numbers and deaths to scare the public so that they will believe if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to die. I mean, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing, but that's legitimately something right. that happened. Yeah, that's, okay, yeah. that's the narrative that's the,
1: you're or you're going to kill others mm-hmm. or you're going to kill
0: others. None of yes. which is based in science anymore. Okay. The science has evolved. Okay. That's what science does. The more, you know, the more you can change course based on what you know, for sure. Okay. Now she, uh, she challenges it. And of course they went into full panic mode, in my opinion, made it worse because they put <laughs> They poked the bear. You know, it's like it's like Nicki Minaj's song "Super Bass" when she goes, "Somebody please tell them who the F I is." Yeah, uh, well, we know, we, na- we know. We girl. <laughs> I mean, seventy-five-year-old white women now know who Nicki Minaj is. Okay, yeah, because they stirred. They they poked the bear. All right, so Joy uh, Joy Reed, who is from uh, MSNBC, she they interview her. And here's what, or she goes live, and this is what Joy says in response to Nicki Minaj. Take a listen.
3: People like Nicki Minaj, I have to say this. You have a platform, sister, that is 22 million
2: followers. Okay, I have 2 million followers. You have 22 million followers on Twitter. For you to use your platform to encourage our community to not protect themselves and save their lives, Oh my God, sister, you could do better than that. For you to use your platform to put people in the position of dying from a disease they don't
3: have to die from. Oh my God, as a fan, as a hip hop fan, as somebody who was your fan, I'm so sad that you did that. So sad that you did that, sister. Oh my God.
0: Okay, so she goes live and says that. Now, Nikki Minaj. What happened? And what happened to like Holly? God.
1: Make sure you get it. We couldn't hear it at the very
0: beginning, it got what? better like
2: towards Got the better?
0: end. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure the mic picks it up. Good. Um, but what were you going to say, Amy? We're you going to say something. I was about
2: say that? What happened to like women and women empowering women. It's like the minute that someone has a thought that doesn't go along with your narrative, you start to bash, attack, bash, attack them, regardless of, you know, two weeks ago, you might've been saying support all women champion, all women, you know, right. I mean. Mm-hmm. that's just crazy well yeah. let's see
1: what joy said just last year anyway one yeah. year september, today in september as she was just saying that
0: so nikki in response calls out the hypocrisy of joy reed yeah. and points to something that she did and said there were tweets there were interviews listen to this don't know
3: how he or what the adverse
2: events will be. You'll yeah. we'll have a better idea in December. Every vaccine takes t- t- 15, 20 years. Um, so for us yeah. to just wrap yeah. this through less than a year, um,
3: I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised by the public's skepticism, to be honest, Joy. Yeah, yeah they're, they're wise. It's, it's wise skepticism. Don't know.
0: So, it's, so Joy Reid is interviewing uh, someone on her show, The Readout. The, the, that person says, and remember, September 2020, who was president? It wasn't Joe right. Biden. And they, the, the, li- I mean, literally, they are saying vaccine skepticism is wise. I agree. And
1: she tweeted, can I just tell you what she tweeted? That on September, September 17th, 2020, almost exactly a year ago, she said, I mean, will anyone, anyone at all ever fully trust the CDC again? And who on God's earth would trust a vaccine approved by the US FDA? How do we get a vaccine distributed after this is broken, after this broken Trumpist nonsense, nonsense has infected everything, even if Biden wins? Did
0: y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? She said, how will we ever trust them again? My, 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 how things change when it suits your political narrative, Joy.
2: Absolutely. Sorry. And that's Let's all it is. It. Call yeah. it what it is. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. There's a quote, y'all, that I um, found. Nothing again. changed with the formulation of what's in that syringe between the last time she said this and now and nope. today. Yep. Absolutely nothing has changed. The agenda did. Yep. That's it. I'm, no, yeah, they,
0: they were terrified that somebody was going to get reelected.
2: But y'all, I, I saw this. Really I, terrified. Exactly.
1: Well, I saw this quote, y'all. I mean, this goes along with everything that we say here with just think, you know, it says questioning and doubting what's going on these days does not make you anti-anything, nor does it make you a conspiracy theorist. Actually, questioning is and should be the place of reason. The fact that questioning has become taboo
2: should, in fact, send a chill up everyone's spine.
1: Absolutely. And this
2: is, It's becoming political, and Nicki Minaj is now waking up to the fact that this is all for political purposes and political gains and everything like that it's not about the best interests of the people because if it was then people could be allowed healthy debate people could be allowed to question so then she goes on twitter and she says this right i can't speak to agree with even look at someone from a particular political party people aren't human anymore If you're black and a Democrat tells you to shove marbles up your ass, you simply have to. If another party tells you to look out for that bus, stand there and get hit.
0: Yeah, she even went on Instagram and she reiterated that message and I really think she makes a solid point. So you guys take a listen.
3: The Democratic Party in general and so many people jumping at the chance to okay, well, hmm, we can't um, make fun of the actual story anymore, and and talk about testicles and balls till they drop dead and make and make that a joke. So now we have to uh, attack her personally, I want you guys to see what is happening. And they and they had to make sure it came from a black person. First, Because if it came from a white person, the black people were like, oh, you're racist in this. So let's peep this. The first attack was from a black woman. Now this thing to assassinate my character is from a Uncle Tamiana, black, quote unquote, black man. When 80% of the artists that y'all are following right now feel like I feel about the vaccine and are too afraid to speak on it. And guess what they're doing right now? If they assassinate me and assassinate my character and make me look crazy or stupid, guess what? No one else will ever ask questions again. Don't you see what's happening? And y'all sitting around fucking up? okay um, <laughs> <rid> of it. <laughs> bombs. there's enough bombs after that yeah, yeah, yeah. we
0: do we don't stop it right there but here's the thing guys she's calling out exactly what's happening this is the whole reason we started this podcast we want you to understand you should feel free to ask questions to research to try to find the answers for yourselves you should it behooves you to do it at this point because you cannot trust the agendas behind the people delivering information to you anymore on both sides Of the aisle. I hate that she even mentioned the Democratic Party, even though she's right that by and large, a lot of this opposition is coming from the Biden administration and that party. But the reality is there are Republicans who believe that this should be censored, just like there's Democrats who believe it shouldn't. This is we need to stop the politicizing of this because it's holding us captive to the ideologies. You see, some of you, if you're a Democrat or you tend to think anyone's crazy to not get the vaccine you're having a hard time processing what we're telling you you're having a hard there's something in your brain going no that can't be true it doesn't fit no 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 that's dangerous but you have to be able to lay down your tribalist thinking the the place where you feel safe inside that party or inside that group or that ideology this is the problem with america we are we're gathering into groups that make us feel safe and affirmed but we need true leadership from as many of us as possible that will say, I will align with the truth before I ever align with a party, before I ever align with some types of of ideologies. And this is the problem. The other thing that Joy said that really I did not like, what was it she said about she- I went
1: to Harvard.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, what'd she say?
1: She said, I went to Harvard you worked at Red Lobster. I mean, can we? W- didn't so, we go back to the this women is like, empowering women? Are when you, you
2: can't really attack t- the facts, you attack the person's character. The facts are that this man became impotent and his testicles swelled up and his wedding got called off, those are the facts. And you can't argue with that because this is a personal testimony of someone. So then if you can't do that, then you're gonna tell Nicki Minaj she's stupid She only went to Red Lobster and that she is killing people by letting them, you know, telling them that they should not feel bullied in their decision and they should pray and think on it and make sure they make the best decision for them. She never once said, do not go get this vaccine. Do not do it. She never said that. I wish she would tweet the most recent VAERS reports.
0: Right. Or the FDA uh, discussion that went on this last week, which we're going to talk about. Um, yes. But I also want Joy Reed to remember that the Unabomber went to Harvard at 16 and graduated. So I don't know. She might want to think twice about trying to make a comparison. Um, yes. I can't stand that elitist attitude. And frankly, I think that that's a, that's another thing that's wrong with this country is it's that trying to discredit because I'm better than you because I did X, Y and Z. Listen. Mm-hmm. Critical thinking doesn't care. Your ability to think critically does not have to do with education. Some of the stupidest people I know have a lot of degrees, and that is the truth. <laughs> that is
2: true. That is true.
0: I mean, oh. I, I have known people in college. I went to a very uh, an engineering school where there were a lot of really smart people around me, and some of them could not have poured water out of a boot with the directions on the heel. Okay, (laughs) that's what my daddy used to say. He's like, they can't do it. I mean, the ability to think critically does not have to do with education. It's the ability to ask questions, search for the answers and draw conclusions. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to draw those conclusions for people. And neither was Nicki Minaj. She was putting some information out there that was giving her pause. She thinks that the world deserves to know if you're hesitant, there are plenty of reasons. And I want to remind Joy Reid of the, um, the Tuskegee experiment. There's a reason why a lot of African-Americans have hesitancy when it comes to government-sponsored medications, vaccinations, you name it, because they were abused for years. They were our experiments. If you don't believe me, go look it up,
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay? It, this blind trust that the government has your back, when the government is owned now, by corporations, just like the media, money, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil and it is driving the car right now. And the only way to push back America is to open your mouth and tell the truth and have the courage to do it knowing, yes, there will be pushback. Just Nikki's exactly right. She said, if they see me get attacked, everyone will stop asking questions. They'll start, they'll stop speaking out. It is more important than ever that we speak out that we say we have questions, we need more answers, which brings us to the FDA conversation this week. Girls, what'd you think about that?
2: Very interesting. Um, so basically it's booster shots are on the, the FDA's topic list this week. So they had a, they had a panel of 18 influential experts come in and they were all just kind of trying to decide right on a vote do we have enough information, do we have enough data to say that these are safe and effective for you know, what populations, what group of people? Um, and what's really interesting too, before you even get into what they voted, is that two of the top members of the FDA, when did that happen, like last week? Or a couple, of, I don't know, I think it was a couple weeks couple ago. A couple weeks ago, actually resigned. Ago. Resigned, it was the, um, the head and the department head a, vaccine, a re- vaccine review committee or something for the FDA mm-hmm. left their jobs because of political pressure from the current administration to approve boosters without any kind of data. Right. That is alarming. It is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, and
2: yes. this was an eight-hour presentation
1: from, what did we say, was it was 18 people? Yeah. Um, and like this was like people from the Israel Ministry of Health. There was an ER physician on there. Um, Steve Kirsch was on there. There's um, there were, se- I mean, several physicians I obviously did not listen to eight entire hours, but there are different clips going around and they're presenting facts. They're pre- presenting facts. And I know in particular that ER physician was like, we need to reduce vaccine hesitancy. They're trying to promote it, but they understand the hesitancy because there's not enough data, not enough info. And one of the things that this physician pointed out was that he said that he asked his nurses, why are you not getting these um, this, these vaccines when you're seeing COVID patients and COVID deaths? And they're like, well, you know, there's not enough data out there to prove that the vaccine is going to help me more than this as far as, far as the risk factor. They use some kind of Oxford risk calculator. But he said, you know, the trials weren't big enough, to, even in the original vaccine trials, to see how much myocarditis and pericarditis was going to happen. It wasn't until everybody started getting this vaccine, which expanded the trial because it's still investigational, Um, that's when they started realizing all these complications. And if nobody knew, they are just now studying, they just threw, the NIH just um, gave a year, uh, $1.67 million to study the vaccine and menstrual cycle, menstrual changes. They didn't study this in the beginning. Now they're seeing it because more people are getting it. And so many people are speaking out and people were bullied and um, called anti-vax and set, given men, mean names just for saying that they were noticing menstrual changes several months ago.
2: Yep. Cart before horse. Mm-hmm. So the panel of the 18 influential uh, experts voted 16 in a 16 to two decision. To reject extra doses of the vaccine, citing the booster, citing uh, insufficient data from incomplete clinical trials and the potential risk of heart inflammation, especially among young men. But they did, however, vote unanimously to endorse a booster for people age 65 or older and high-risk individuals. Endorse, not mandate.
0: Endorse. I mean, and and that's again. This goes back to like, you know, when the pandemic first happened, remember, the Trump administration was saying we need to protect the vulnerable, right? Remember, that was the first, we need to protect the most vulnerable. Um, And again, stuff unfolded, we we learned more as we went. But I think that's if we, you know, you wonder, five years from now, how history will be written to reflect what happened. There were many virologists, even in 2020, saying you can't vaccinate your way out of a pandemic and these right. guys were censored for saying it okay mm-hmm. they were discredited again they they pulled a joy ride on these guys and they attacked them and they tried to discredit them you don't know what you're talking about but they said once the disease is here you cannot vaccinate the population even quick enough for you to really eradicate it quickly and we feel that that what happened was there was too much focus and information on vaccines not enough on treatments Right. And not enough on prevention. I mean, how many times did you turn on CNN or Fox News and have someone say, hey, by the way, guys, make sure your vitamin D levels are up. Make sure you're taking your vitamin C. Make sure you're getting outside. Like, where were the things that actually do help strengthen the immune system. How about if you're overweight. It's time to it's time to start addressing the weight problem. It's time to start eating better. I mean, these were all things that scientifically are proven to improve the immune system. And let's remember What's the death rate of COVID now, guys? I mean, it's over, I mean, it's less than 1% of death to this disease. Therefore, the immune systems of the vast majority of people were working even before we had a vaccine. Natural immunity, if I'm not mistaken, was that hashtag. Wasn't that hashtag actually like suppressed at one point? Yep. Last year. Yep. It yep. Was and Sensor. they changed the definition. They are so scared, but this is what I want Americans to wake up to. They think you're stupid. They think we're stupid. And you know what? There's some, there's some reasons to think that about some people. There is no question. But I'm going to tell you that it has gotten to the point where they believe is, as, as leaders, it is their job to tell you how to think and what to think. That's their job is that they're going to tell you what's true. Hey, don't even worry about it. You don't need to think about it. We got you. We're going to tell you what to do. Now go do it. And if you don't do it, we're going to punish you. We're not going to let you have a job. We're not going to let you travel. We're not going to let you go to restaurants. Do you get it now? This is where we're at. And And I think
1: it's it's not even just yeah. I don't think it's as much about, I mean, not that there aren't like stupid people, but I don't even think it's that. I think it's a lot more like, you know, how you even talked about this in a podcast, one of our very first ones talking about fear. Fear paralyzes you. Fear paralyzes your rational thinking. And so there are so many people that are so afraid on one side or the other, you know? And so I think that's where we have to like, sometimes that's, that is where you have to say, okay, emotions aside, fear aside, let's step back and look at the facts because a lot of times, you know, facts are going to help you. Okay. And that's why facts before fear always, you know? So when you start getting afraid, you got to look back and say, okay, What's really going on here? Should I be scared? Is this real? You know, like, does it make sense?
0: That's right, and we have to go back to individual liberty, freedom, autonomy, because when the vaccines came out, if they had presented the vaccines truthfully, full disclosure, transparently, there were people who would have gotten them, and then time would have told, right? The vaccinated would have appeared to have stayed well, not gotten the disease. If that if that's what they were that's what they were saying they were gonna do, right? Keep you from getting the disease. Or if you get it, you're gonna have a much easier time with it. Now we know there doesn't seem to be much difference. The only difference they're now claiming is that if you're vaccinated, you're gonna have perhaps a better go with it, go of it. Although I I still have some questions around that because you know, for example, I did get COVID. I wasn't vaccinated and, you know, it, it wasn't fun, you know, but by day five, I, I was coming right on out of it. And I, I knew the protocols. I knew what to do. I'm otherwise healthy. If I'd been vaccinated, would my experience have been different? How would I know?
2: How would well, I know, I know a way we, I know how, I know a way we can kind of know. We can look at, uh, the post from WXYZ news. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm about to make Holly oh. spit on the water. <laughs> okay. So, um, to answer your question. Yes. <laughs> there have been over 226,000 comments on a Facebook post that was put out on September 10th by a news station. I don't know where they're located. Um, but what did they ask? They, they wanted to know what, um, if they were looking for stories, right? And their post was, hold on, here it is. After the vaccines were available to everyone, did you lose an unvaccinated loved one to COVID-19? If you're willing to share your family's story, please DM us your contact information. We may reach out for a story we're working on, okay? Over 200,000 comments later. And
1: Amy actually screen recorded and had to stop after six minutes of screen recording because it actually ended up becoming a VAERS report. So if you want, don't want to go look at VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse uh, Event Reaction Place, because it's a pain in the butt to navigate just go to this Facebook post and just read get your popcorn just, yeah. and
2: just read these are real stories these are real people so this is you know a post that where they were looking for stories on the unvaccinated who have died and what they got instead were a vast majority of stories that nobody is claiming are true nobody's talking about um, it, the, the World Tribune Um, did an article and it said, unexpected and heartbreaking. Thousands flood ABC affiliates Facebook page with vaccination horror stories. It says an ABC News fishing expedition on Facebook took a startling turn over the weekend after a reporter asked readers to share stories of loved ones who died of COVID after refusing or delaying to get the vaccine. Instead, thousands of readers reported of loved ones who died after vaccination. And even worse, from adverse reactions to the vaccine, and you can look at it yourself. It's yeah. all there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's in it's in Michigan. I just looked it up. So it's a it, this is this. But then of course it went viral. I mean, I started seeing it. I mean, two how right. many how many comments again? Amy, two hundred and what? Wasn't it
2: like two hundred over two hundred thousand? Right? Didn't you say? Oh, it was, yeah. I want to
0: say it was like two hundred forty-seven thousand or something like that. Comments, comments. Like we don't even. Oh, sure. I mean, and listen, you can think okay, are there bots? Yeah. Yeah. But, but listen, usually the bots are not advocating against the narrative, but
2: in any you case, know what? I, I even thought about the bot thing. I really did. When I was, when I was looking through the comments, I was like, are these people real? I, I even took some time to click on these individuals who commented to click on their names and look at their pages and see like, is this a real person? And a hundred percent of the ones that I randomly chose were real people. Yep. So, well, and the thing is a lot of the bots, they say the exact same thing. It's right. like a
3: copy paste. Right. Situation.
1: You know, oh, absolutely. User- and I think the whole thing, y'all, the whole thing is everybody has their own truth. Everybody has their personal experience. If you have a loved one that died from the illness, I'm sure it makes you more scared about this. Right. But if you have people who have died from the vaccine, that makes you more scared. No, that doesn't mean your truth is different from this other truth. Everybody has their own personal experiences that gives you the emotions surrounding this. But once again, you have to step back and look at the facts and look at your own individual risk assessment. So
0: that's uh, it. And, and speaking of risk asses- or not just risk assessment, but let's just re- reiterate in case people haven't listened before. There are early treatment is key, right? They, we've gone over. You can look at our resources, look at previous podcasts. There are things over the counter, vitamins and minerals that you can take that do shore up your immune system. And this is coming from medical doctors. This is not our opinion. We interviewed a medical doctor about this. It's, it's the episode called Straight from the Horse's Mouth. It tells you exactly what to do. But guys, we want you to know that there is a suppression of this information too, which only furthers our questions about why that's even happening, and specifically around ivermectin. But then there was some big news about ivermectin that came out this week as well. Right, Kristen?
1: Were you talking about India or? Yeah, India. Yeah. What, didn't you have that article? I don't think I have that article, but yep. I knew so, you were talking about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, so India today, uh, so this is news coming out of India's uh, uh, journal, journalists. Yeah. The, the Hindustan Times, I hope I'm saying that right. Hindustan, Hindustan Times reported on this development that's happening, but, um, this is really interesting okay now you guys remember india scared us all right especially with the delta they were having massive a massive outbreak apparently and but now it's being reported that COVID cases are plummeting thanks to new rules that promote ivermectin and hydro- uh, hydroxychloroquine to its massive population remember hydroxychloroquine being the drug that trump mentioned and he was made fun of for it um but the 33 districts in utah pradesh india have now become, basically, they say, free from COVID-19, um, and this is what their government is saying, okay? Now, the recovery rate has increased up to 98.7%, which really might speak to the effectiveness of ivermectin as part of their COVID control model. You can look it up, Uttar Pradesh COVID control model. Now, of course, the media is not going to mention that ivermectin is being used, right? Because horse HorsePaste, making fun, FDA making fun of anyone using it? this um, the state the state in India has an estimated population guys of 241 million people that's the highest population in India it's almost two-thirds of the U.S. population okay and now they're claiming to have a pretty much COVID-free nation all right so how did they do it and we can't all right but let me just tell you what the, Hind- the Hindustan times well let's go back remember y'all the um, creator of the um mRNA technology one of the creators of it uh Dr Malone said we could achieve herd immunity with ivermectin using it prophylactically and um also as a treatment but the Hindustan Times reported that the state has a total of 199 active cases while the positivity rate came down to less than 0.01% the recovery rate meanwhile has improved to 98.7% and that there have been zero deaths in the last 24 hours and only 11 new cases amongst 200 plus million people. All right. So, again, l- let me also mention this. This state is one of the five lowest COVID cases of all the states in India, despite only having a vaccination rate of 5.8 fully vaccinated. Is that the US? 5.8? Yeah, is that what The U S mm-hmm. 5.8 are fully vaccinated. 54% of the, of Americans are fully vaccinated. Wow. So I mean, again, we just want answers. We just want to, and for anyone who says you're only presenting one side of the story, you can go to CNN right now and find all the other information on the other side. What we're bringing is the stuff you can't find easily because you deserve to know. It
1: takes a lot of digging. Trust mm-hmm. us. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Um, just well, now. wanted to mention that that was going on, a continuing part of the saga and all of this, and the monoclonal antibodies. We weren't even going to mention that, but just while we're on the COVID subject, before we switch gears okay. here, what we need what, to mention, talk that. about it, tell them about it.
1: Well, I mean, this is another uh, therapy that has been had the emergency use authorization, which nobody has been talking about it because they've been so heavy on the vaccines. Well, now they've been using it quite a bit, I mean, including here and I know in Florida, um, but now the federal the, the government, government is
2: now stepping in. The doctor federal government. Doctor government is <laughs> stepping in to restrict use of the monoclonal antibodies and regulate its distribution. And according to the White House press secretary, they are um, regulating its distribution in order for it to be equitable among all states, okay? So they don't think it's fair that if, in her words, she used the two, two examples, Florida and Texas, mm-hmm. um, they don't think it's fair that if Florida and Texas have a surge of cases that they get more monoclonal antibodies. They, because they want to focus on the
1: vaccine. But let's go ahead and remind everybody that vaccinated and unvaccinated are getting these can get them. And they definitely are. But their
2: line of thinking is just that um, these people don't want to get vaccinated. We're not just going to give you all of our monoclonal antibodies, I guess. So they want it to be equal across every state. So where you have states with very high vaccination rates, like, I don't know one, like what, let's say Connecticut, for example, maybe a ton of them are vaccinated, but they need to have the same amount of monoclonal antibodies as states that are having higher surges. So what, are they just going to expire on the shelves? Like they're just and in, in, on, in the name of equity, I thought this was health. I thought it was about health. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I just, I,
1: it blows my mind. It blows my mind. And, and there's blows. also,
2: is there not more than enough? Didn't they say there's more than enough? Like,
0: I don't know. I don't think we're having a shortage of it. It's just weird that all of a sudden they, it was very weird that, that what they did sent the appearance. And now listen, we're going to say fairly. It sent the appearance that it was trying to punish states like Florida, which have opposed the federal mandate, who's in Texas, these governors have opposed the Biden administration at every way they could when it comes to their handling of the pandemic. It almost seemed like it was trying to punish these states, did it not? I mean, that's, it definitely sent Amazing. a message that made you question, are they trying to do something here?
2: Like, yeah. can we not just help, this, help the ones that need it? Yeah, help the what ones happened that to that? Period. Right. I mean, if you need more,
1: you get more. And if not, then you, you don't.
2: don't. Period. <laughs> like, is that not logical, common sense?
1: And listen, while we're talking about logical, common sense, help and Texas, how about the border? How about, you know, can we can we are we able to talk about that right now? Uh,
0: yes. And 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 uh, yes, we're going to do that right now. And let me just also mention uh, someone from uh, Governor DeSantis of Florida. His um, his administration is- put out the reports okay. that he said they said, oh, by the way, it's not even the unvaccinated that are needing these monoclonal antibodies. We're actually having more vaccinated people that need them. Now, I, I, we will go back and fact check this and see what, the, what that was about. But I did find that interesting when she was like, hey, if this is about you trying to punish the unvaccinated, you're punishing the wrong people here. Right. Um, but yes, on down to Texas at that border, did anyone else see the video footage over the weekend?
2: Oh, um, oh we did. It's Horrible. It's I horrible. mean this is a, a humanitarian an absolute humanitarian crisis. It's it's sad, it's mm-hmm.
1: ridiculous and I mean I don't even know I don't even know what to say about it. You know like and here we are talking about mandates for vaccines and refusing to send therapies to certain states yet Texas is being bombarded with millions of of um, migrants, however, we want to say it. I mean, they're always infer- coming over. They don't, and, and you know, wh- whereas American citizens have to like go if they have to come into the United States, we have to pay for a pot, a, a test to make sure. We yep. are not. So if they're let if all these people are coming over, are, are they making them be vaccinated? No. Are they checking them to see if they have COVID? No. Well,
0: well let's just just like that. Well, let's just circle back to Jinsaki for a second and let's just listen. Perfect. Okay. Let's just listen. Yeah. Hopefully this is gonna play for us. We're praying it does. Anyway, um, we had it pulled up, but now of course you if if, if if you go to the New York Post, you can see the headline: Biden orders most U.S. workers get vaxxed, but not illegal border crossers. This is from September 10th, 2021, and it's literally circling now. So we may not be able to play it for you. We may just have to put it up there. But uh, a Fox News reporter did ask her, you know, about this. He said, "Let me just clarify: Are you saying that?" The people crossing the border, because this, this was around the federal mandates. You're telling me that American workers, people employed by the federal government, have to get the mandate or lose their, have to get the vaccine or lose their job. But you're saying you're going to let people into the country and like illegally, and they don't have to get vaccinated. And she said, that is correct. So what for whatever. On
1: the next one, like to the next reporter.
2: Yeah. Yep. For whatever. Here it is. I got it people at a business with more than 100 people, but it's not a requirement for migrants at
0: the southern border That's correct. Go ahead. And, and
2: that's, it. It. <laughs> that's it. She just went yeah. to the next
0: question. And oh. that's y'all can hear me, right? You can hear me fine. Yeah. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that is correct. Now, here we are. And, and she says in that, we didn't play it, but she says, you know, our goal is to get as many people vaccinated as possible, as humanly possible, humanly possible. Is it not possible to vaccinate illegal immigrants? I mean, I'm just, I'm wondering. Um, But in any case, let me just help you guys understand because I've been listening a lot to a lot of different sources. I mean, from the mainstream to other experts. um, and, And let me also say that there is, as Amy said, or Kristen, I can't remember which one of you just said it, but there is a humanitarian crisis here because the countries these people are trying to flee many times are just in utter chaos, okay? And I'm sure COVID has only made that worse. But if you go and listen to um, Cheryl Atkinson, she was a, a reporter with CBS News. She is, I mean, I'm telling you, this woman is, stays really focused on facts, and she tries, you can tell she really makes it her mission to be fair and to try to think through things from every perspective. She interviewed, which was smart, she went and interviewed a mayor. She went in uh, at the border of the uh, US in Texas, of US and Mexico. She went and interviewed a sheriff, both of whom are of Hispanic descent. So. You know, these are people who are sympathetic to what these other people are especially sympathetic. I think we all are, but they're especially sympathetic to what's going on in their homelands. But they are also saying, we cannot let this continue. They literally said that even if we, the things are so bad under the current administration, that if we, and that, and they both said under the Trump administration, things were far better. But they said, if we don't get things under control, we're going to be paying the financial costs Of this with taxpayer money for decades and they both said we're nowhere close to getting it under control. I don't know if you guys know this but Trump had the Trump administration had put into place um, a program which actually they said was diminishing the amount of illegal immigrants costing over and it was the stay in Mexico program and it basically said that if they were wanting to come over to the U.S. they couldn't wait in the U.S. they would have to wait in Mexico have to wait for their court date there and this really across the board people have acknowledged it positively impacted the illegal border control because they couldn't disappear once they crossed now what you also need to know is that a court has just ordered that the Biden administration reinstate that okay and what 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 the Biden administration was arguing is that it's dangerous to send these illegal illegal immigrants back but what Um, opponents of the Biden administration plan says is that it's dangerous to incentivize them to pay the cartels to come here, okay? Now, I want you to understand, these people have to pay the cartel. That's who's running the situation down in Mexico, okay? They're having to pay them to help them cross over to then get in and and cross the border. They're paying them a a lot of money. And it's dangerous. (laughs) It's dangerous the cartel is not to be trusted. Okay. And it's yeah. only fueling the cartel. It's only making them stronger and more powerful, right? And trafficking. And,
1: and then and this, this is, the middle, and in the middle of a pandemic, right? Right. And the first way to stop an infection is control the spread. You know, right. you got to, like, contain it. This
2: is like so dangerous. That's what's going on this, with this COVID, these surges and these spreads and the hospitalizations yeah. and the deaths. Like, but yet millions of people are crossing our border. Yes. How millions. 1000000s we're not talking about thousands.
0: And listen, yeah. when they show you the pictures of kids in cages under the Trump administration, which by the way, that has not changed. They didn't change that policy. I just want to be clear. When they show you, you know, these, these sensationalized images that break your heart, I want you to also know that under the Obama administration, they started tracking this information. And the information concluded that one in four maybe up to one in five prisoners in our system right now are illegal immigrants. We we don't want to say this. The rapists, the thieves, the murderers, okay, one in four to one in five. And they are committing crimes at a much higher rate than the American population.
2: And to say otherwise... mm -hmm. What is wrong with like vetting people before they come over our border? Why is that? Is that... I mean, I'm I'm legitimately, I legitimately want to know, like, in my mind, that makes complete sense. Like, shouldn't we know who they are, who you are and what your background is before you come here? Okay. This is not racist. This is not whatever they try to, you know, a lot of people try to make it sound like to me, that's common sense, right? A lot of people can't get a job without a background check. Right. Right. American citizens have to have criminal checks to get a job at even mcdonald's right <laughs> that's right that's right so and how come people are coming from another country and we're not even checking who they are and if one in five in our prison system i mean that's a huge percentage let's just think just think <laughs> here's
0: the thing i want people to understand i understand that this tugs at the heartstrings we feel bad for people who do not have the have the means privileges that we do as Americans, the things that we often take for granted, especially by those of you who bash this country. Um, But I want you to understand something. That just because something sounds like a good idea doesn't make it a good idea. Just because something sounds humanitarian does not mean it's going to be in the best interest of all of humanity to do it. Okay? Things are not that black and white often, okay? And it is a very complicated issue. But while we are passing trillion-dollar bills out of Congress, because we're in the middle of this pandemic money, we don't have money we're putting on the backs of our children and grandchildren, printing money to make it happen. It is so egregious to me. But do you know that every time that an illegal immigrant comes in this country, what is happening? It's because they're not paying into the system, friends. Okay, there, that's, it doesn't work like that. It's costing taxpayers, American citizens, people who have come here legally, they're often the biggest opponents of illegal immigration, by the way, okay, those who did it the right way, they are the first to say this has got to stop many times. It costs billions of dollars to house and feed these illegal immigrants, and we're spending billions on the unaccompanied minor program, okay? It's costing billions in border control to process these people rather than just guarding it. It takes more time to process them rather than to just guard it. Those of you who were mad that we were building the wall and just said, let's just have no borders. You live in a world of rainbows and unicorns that is not real. And I know that that's my opinion, but go look at the facts. Go look at what it's costing and what it ultimately does. Sure, if everybody was good-hearted and wanted to pay their share, it could work. That's not the world we live in, I'm sorry. And I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I'm going to back up and say, "Look, just think for yourselves, but go read about this. Get educated on it instead of hearing the sound bites you hear from people who want to bash those who actually want to do something about the problem. Okay? And we're also educating them. We're paying for their free lunches. Do you guys understand this? This is, this is fact. And it's easy to see the ones who are the crimin- I mean who are not the criminals. We, you know, and just to see the hard workers that come over that contribute to our society, some of people that I know personally, that have known personally, that I've met um, in the area, whether they were doing work or, or serving us in a restaurant, lovely humans. Okay. That's not, that's what tugs at our heartstrings. But remember the numbers one in four to one in five of our prisoners right now is an illegal immigrant. That is fact. Okay.
2: There's got to be a better way. There's there got to be a better way to do this. This is.
0: Yep. Well, we were doing better under the previous administration, like him or not. And I know that's a divisive, you know, topic. Sometimes it's a hot button topic. It, it just has nothing to do whether you like that president or not. It really doesn't. Because, uh, right. again, I, I think we have to separate personality from policy. Um, yeah, I've always you know. been one like,
1: look, if we if this is who we've got, um, then let's go with this and let's yep. see. What we, you know, we have no other choice for the next four years. So let's just go with it. And I want to find things that I like and appreciate of any presidency, any administration that we've had because we are under them.
2: (laughs) Right. I mean, it's time to let go of the um, TDS Trump derangement syndrome. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. Like, and I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, no, that's true. People hate him so much as a person that they cannot get past that to even just look at policy or look at what he's doing I mean it is the hate for the character of someone or whatever supersedes all and you can't get past it Uh, like I've said before I would rather have an asshole
1: doctor that knows what the hell he's doing Mm -hmm. do surgery on me than the one who's just got that sweet nice bedside manner that doesn't know what he's doing I am not saying that's what's happening now I'm just saying Sometimes you've got to get past now, of course, it's always awesome to have the best in both worlds, you know, yeah. but, um, but like, it's just like when you can't attack the facts, you attack the character, like, just like if we can take the character away, you know, let's look at what, let's look at the actions. I, and I tell my kids, I think I t- said this last time, actions speak louder than words. What actions have been taken? And this is with all administration. Go back and look and see what works, what they say they were going to do. This is why I've always hated politics because I feel like they always say what they think you want to hear just so you can vote for them. And then it doesn't happen. Right. Right. So that's where I've always just been like, oh, they're just blowing steam up my butt. You know, like what's actually
0: going to happen? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and that's the thing. That's why we, I think the three of us are sick of partisan politics. We're sick of, the lies the campaigning the money that's really controlling everything i mean this country is more divided in fact that was a study that came out this week more voters think we're more divided than we were under the previous administration and what did the Bi- what did biden run on
1: I mean, he, unity and healing unity he, and healing
0: he was going to be by
1: <laughs> we're waiting I feel like they need a jeweler.
0: This was supposed to be the uniter, right? He was supposed to bring us together. But when you pit us against each other, vaccinated versus unvaccinated, that's not unity. That's not unity. And that's, that's a massive problem right now. Um, and so, with that, you know what, guys, we got even more to talk about. I mean, maybe next week we can talk about um, the General Milley situation. I don't know if you've oh, looked into yeah. that. Be paying attention to China right now, guys. Look at their alliance with Russia. They, they did some military exercises together, they've got some interest in Afghanistan. Go follow Smart Her News on Instagram S M A R T H E R News. It's, it's about as fair and balanced as I think I've watched, honestly. Yeah. I mean, they really try to stick to facts. But just they're they're really reporting on this because I think a lot of us females we don't we're more in, we're more involved with domestic issues at home we're we're more educated on that than we are in foreign policy. But foreign policy is really all about our national security, and we need to pay attention to this. So maybe we'll have more conversations on that coming. But, guys, thanks for being with us today. It's always a pleasure to tune in and, and continue the conversations with you guys, not just us. Of course, we love hearing from you. If you like what you're hearing, go give us a five-star review. Um, that really just helps people find us, to be honest with you. We we don't want to be beholden to anyone's opinion. We want to continue to just report things as we find them. But, Go give us a five-star review and share the podcast. We want to help people find the information that's not so easy to dig up right now.
3: And give us your
1: feedback too. And pray for Nicki Minaj's cousins, friends, (laughs) Jules.
2: Yes. (laughs) May they put the wedding back on.
3: Yes. wedding
0: back on. Let's let's, uh, bless his soul. May he be able to bear children. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Amen. We, right. we really mean it. We do mean it. Yeah, We're I mean, not trying to make fun. I mean, this is legit. True, it's
1: legit. This is happening. I mean, absolutely, yeah, it, it's happening.
2: Absolutely. Um, so
1: you know, we just got to turn it into something funny sometimes.
2: <laughs> make lemons out of lemonade, or no, you know, lemonade, lemonade out of lemon, or margarita.
0: Oh. Did, you <laughs> Did you say lemons? Did you say lemons? All right, guys, we'll talk to you later. See ya. Right.
1: Bye. Bye.